All right, everybody. Welcome to the Fans Edge Sports Talk Podcast, hosted by Mike and Essex. We want to give less listeners a fresh take on all things sports. We are professionals. We are fans just like you. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we're recording live shows every Sunday night. And if you can't watch the live show, it's available on all podcasts. Go ahead and give it a look. We appreciate the support. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, so, who shot Meg has been trending on Twitter. If you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, you know, hot girl, summer girl, you know, Meg, Megan Stallion, she got shot. Now, the question is, who did it? We know Tory Lanez was in the vehicle with her and got hit with a weapons possession charge. We know he went to jail, but they released him. So he can't be the suspect. Now, a lot of people thought that Megan got arrested. Well, apparently that is far from true. She did not get arrested. Um, She came out with a statement saying that someone tried to hurt her very bad, tried to take her life away from her. So I don't think that if someone tried to take her life away, she going to be in that car with that person. She would have been scared. But they did have her. The police had her doing the crit walk back, you know, with blood dripping from her feet. <laughs> What's your take on this whole situation? It was the butler with a knife in the locker. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But it's a whole it's a weird situation because they was just chilling, cooling at a party. I I don't even really fully understand what happened. I just caught a glimpse of it. Right. On Same. social media. She got shot in the foot. They think Tory Lanez did it. I don't know. It's really weird. Whenever all everything does come out, it's gonna be weird to see who it was and how right. it happened. Right. But right. I'm gonna keep up with the story. Hey, we already got somebody. My man, uh, Michael Hopper, went ahead and said Tory tried to take her pinky toe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't understand how you got shoot two times in the foot, man. Like, did she just? Not expect it. You ain't do a little, you know, a little shuffle or anything like. Hey, maybe watch. they have been drinking, bro. Something gonna come out where she shot herself. Nah, I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> because she did put that statement out. Somebody tried to take her life. What? What would? Why would she? I don't think. I think she got security for that. I don't think she would. Out of any, everybody, would walk around. You know, if she got security, bro, she got security. Why he ain't take the bullet? How she get shot? Hey, somebody getting fired then. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Hey, somebody getting fired. Hey, if you're gonna be in security for these guys, you know what I'm saying? You actual security. How you think you're gonna get another job if you let the person you're supposed to be protecting get shot? Maybe, maybe it's like a. Maybe it's like a, a a period where it's on a you know on their resume and then it just fall off. Everybody <laughs> Ain't nobody about to forget about that. <laughs> Heck no. Everybody remember the security guard, uh, a Tupac. Everybody remember the security guard uh, that that Biggie had. We we know about Nipsey's dude just saying he retiring like 
because Nipsey gave him the slip. I don't even really blame dude for that, but because Nipsey, even in his song, he always said he keeps some shooters with him, and the one day he didn't, something happened. So, like we said before, if you are famous, make sure you got the right type of security. But anyways, getting into this sports, man, you know, I've been seeing this whole Washington thing, and at first, you know, they were just saying Washington – they weren't saying Redskins, and I guess the reason why they ain't saying Redskins is because the Washington Redskins has decided that they will change their name. What they're changing their name to, they came out basically with telling us, hey, we're about to have a name change, and then it was just nothing but a statement saying we do agree to change our name. We knew y'all was going to do it, so that was like <laughs> y'all putting that statement out just didn't make any sense. Anyways, but a lot of people are – you know, guessing and placing bets on what the name change is going to be. Now, also, during this time where they're supposed to be progressing, uh, they got hit with a sexual harassment throughout the entire Washington Redskins uh, organization from a Zex and other people. I want to say there's about, what, 15 women that have, you know, are accusing of this issue and it's definitely a serious issue. But I'm going to tell you what's kind of puzzling. And it's when the Washington Redskins said that they were going to hire a unbiased investigator. It's always it's always some bias. If I like if you paying me, bro, like I'm doing a job for you. I'm finding out what you want me to find out. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Like, I'm not finding out what I'm supposed to be, you know? So, I mean, what, what's your take on this? This all just starts at the top. Starts with the owner, Dan Snyder. There's no way – there is no way you didn't know about any of this when allegedly some of the people that are being accused of these allegations are part of your inner circle. You have mm. to know. And if you don't know as the owner of the team that these things are going on – Kind of shows, kind of shows that you don't, you don't know what's going on in your organization. Probably why y'all have had a losing record since he's been the owner. Mm. Probably why. Obviously, there is a culture problem there, and they're trying to redo it. That's why he said he hired Ron Rivera to redo the whole culture. But I don't know. Maybe it starts at the top. Maybe if they, these things are found true, that he'll have to, he'll have to make that walk. But with the with the whole name thing, I saw that coming long ago because that's been a thing since I will, since I was in high school. Right. They've been talking about making them change the name because when you got other teams out here that's doing it right, like the Braves, Chiefs, Blackhawks, all them, everybody's gonna look at you because this name isn't the most PC name. But um, speaking of that, you being from Cleveland, speaking of name changes, obviously one of the bigger organizations in Cleveland is the Indians. What? How would you feel if the Indians had to change their name? Because they've already kind of, kind of made hints at it because they've taken right. uh, the the original mascot off just to yeah, see. Chief they Wahoo. Really... Yeah. So how would you feel if they ended up? So back back, I used to go. I was a big Cleveland Indians fan, still a big Cleveland Indians fan. You know, back when they had Kenny Lofton, Jim Tony, 
you know, I mean, it, it was it was just, you know, I was always a big Cleveland fan. But one thing that I always saw when we were driving, I never understood as a kid. Like, back then it was Jacobs Field before it became Progressive Field. And I would see, you know, Native Americans out there protesting. I never understood why they were protesting. And I also didn't really know anything about, you know, the racial slurs or the, you know, the depictions that they that they use. I did not understand that um, being, you know, six, seven years old. I just didn't understand that at the time. And definitely not from their point of view. And I mean, this is something that's been a long time coming. I know that they have been protesting the Cleveland Indians for a very long time. The Cleveland Indians knew that, hey, they were in the wrong because if they didn't know that they were in the wrong, they wouldn't start changing the sign, the signage and things like that. Now, I guess they continue, you know, to just keep going with the Indians. But the fact that they could go ahead and do a name change, I just think it would be big for the city of Cleveland. It's something that it needs uh, these organizations moving in the right direction. I just would say is something that everybody needs, you know. Okay. Well, yeah, because one of my Little League teams when I was younger was the Indians. So, of course, I've always had some type of interest in the Indians, even though, you know, pride and pinstripes, Yankees all the way. But <laughs> everybody rooted for, for the Yankees, man. You, I mean, they had an all-star squad. I mean, some people hate it, you know, but, but I mean, you can, I can only respect the, the uh, Yankees, man. If I, if I was playing back in the day when I would play MLB – if I was playing with anybody, it was either the Yankees or the Cleveland Indians. Flat out. True. Flat out. <laughs> True. But I, I just wanted – when I heard about the Redskins changing their name, it made me think about Cleveland. So I wanted yeah. to ask you. Yeah. Any any memorabilia or, or I should say any apparel that I have of the Cleveland Indians, it does not have the Chief Wahoo symbol or anything like that. My hats have the block C that they have changed to. Um, so I have always tried, even though I still support the organization, I still tried to, you know, know the respect and not wear, you know, what, what offends people is how I looked at it as. I got you. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully that they can get these things together in Washington and in Cleveland and hopefully – you know, it comes up soon. Now, former Cleveland Cavaliers player, um, also his teammate, Anthony Davis and uh, LeBron James, you know, they're keeping the names on their back of jersey. So the NBA came out and said, hey, we're going to allow the players to have different, different names on the back of their jerseys. You know, something that I guess promotes the Black Lives Matter movement. Things like that. Now, they came out with a list of things that people could put. And a lot of these players were not happy. I typically was not happy at all because it really doesn't give the players uh, any freedom of expression. It make it literally goes ahead and makes them conform, which the whole goal is to not conform. You know, so... I mean, I wasn't if, – if they put their uh, – at first I was like, ah, you know, come on, LeBron. It could be a money issue. It is what it is. But if they're going to try to censor what we can do and what we can say, 
you know, for what they want to say, justice, is it really free speech or is it really a purpose? Why not just put your name on the back? And to be honest, we all know LeBron, what he does off the court is always amazing. What he does in the community here, always amazing. So I, I'm not going to go up against him. Yeah, at first, when I first heard this, I was like, this is a bad look for LeBron. Why would you just keep your name on there? You are the face of the NBA. You do this. Like, everybody's going to take this as a big deal. Right. But then as I found out that there's cert only certain things that they can really put on there, I was like, that's like – that's like saying they can do it, but then saying if you do anything other than this, you'll get in trouble, though. Right. That's, that's, yeah, that's making them conform when the whole thing is about not conforming. So I fully understand them going with keeping their names. Some players are still going to do it, but, hey, it's their prerogative. Right. So speaking about the NBA, you know, the NBA is about to start back. July 30th, people, we are going to have some live sports. At the end of this month, we're going to be seeing some NBA basketball games. Now, just so you all know, not every team will be playing. Am I correct, Essex? Correct. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you all a list of the 22 teams. Uh, coming out of the Eastern Conference, you got the Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, the Boston Celtics, Miami Heat. Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets, uh, Orlando Magic, Washington Wizards. Out of the Western Conference, you have the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, Portland Trail Blazers, the New Orleans Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, and San Antonio Spurs and Phoenix Suns. I understand that you probably was like, hey, did he say my team or anything? Trust me, we are working on something uh, as we speak, to be honest with you. We are working on something. So that way, when we're talking about these things, you all can go ahead and see those uh, what we're talking about right there in live time. Um, so it's, it's, it's coming. It is in the works. But – uh, just speaking on these teams, man, out of the East, out of those teams, who do you expect to make some noise and come out of the East? And also, who do you expect to come out of the West? Or who do you expect to battle? Well, uh, it was the Pelicans, but the Pelicans now, for me, are kind of unsure, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, so from the East, I'm going to say – the Bucks just because Giannis is gonna be if he took time off and got right, he's just gonna be a whole another animal, just like we're expecting LeBron to be. And I would pick the Lakers out of the West, but the whole Rondo injury kind of has me shaky but, on it. But they got Jr. <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> You talking about you talking about the Jr. that 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 cost a whole like game two, bro. All he had to do was shoot. All the, anyway, anyway. Um, oh Lord, help us! <laughs> but yeah, the Lakers—they still are my favorite because I'm gonna be biased. LeBron is my guy. Plus, I like AD and what they 
can potentially do. We just got to wait and see. Black Mamba. Yeah, so I'm going to go coming out of the East. I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Bucks, like you said. But if they're going to have anybody challenge them, I believe that it's going to come from the Boston Celtics. I think that the Boston, the Boston Celtics have what it takes to compete with them. But like you said, Giannis is just a beast, man. I do think that the Boston Celtics will have a chance this year to probably redeem themselves. Uh, coming out of the West, uh, I mean, I really think that it's going to be the Houston Rockets and probably the L.A. Clippers. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I know that everybody is like, oh, they got LeBron and da da da. And yes, the LeBron will probably sell the tickets. Maybe they'll rig it. I don't know. But <laughs> my man Melo, he's been doing his thing when he needs to. Yeah, but can can he finally do it? Will this be the year Melo finally do it? I don't. Westbrook and Harden. Westbrook, Westbrook got the Rona. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm just not hearing about this. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So he's going to have to quarantine and do some more stuff before he can even get a chance to be in there. I think that. I think he'll get in there. He'll get in there. He'll come right in the nick of time. My man Melo going to hold it down now. Anyways, moving on to my favorite, college football, man. Uh, the SEC guarantees scholarships for student-athletes who opt out of fall sports due to COVID concerns. I mean, I, I'm, in a way, I'm, I'm all for this. But I just know how they did the baseball team with this situation. And basically, you know, it's not truly a scholarship what they're making these schools do. And if you're a smaller school who really can't afford it, I mean, especially during during this time now, those schools are going to have to cough up the bill automatically on their own for these scholarships. I mean, it has they haven't came out and said it yet, but I think it's going to be the exact same way that they just did baseball. I mean, and then and then you gotta think about it. It it just to me it just throws everything, it just throws everything off whack, because now somebody who is supposed to be playing might not play, or if you're a senior and then they're like, oh well, we got this young guy, this young talent in, and we just want to go ahead and get him the reps, and you 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 know this is your senior year, you might not been you know the all star, but you was all getting playing time. Now you. Looking at not getting playing time, period. So, I mean, now you forced to transfer somewhere else, but you're concerned about COVID. So, why would you be transferring anyone up anywhere else? It just, to me, I don't know. I just, I hope, I hope things work out. I'm gonna try to stay positive about this, but I just feel like they're gonna screw the student athletes in the end, man. I don't. I don't particularly think so. I feel like this is good. Uh, I mean, like you said, with the smaller schools, it could be bad. But this is the SEC, one of one of the power fives, one of the best conferences. 
in sports, but so the SEC obviously has the money. Not just no, 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 y'all. I give y'all football. I don't just go ahead and say sports. I mean, not that's basketball. Another, that's another. That's not that, basketball. That is another thing to get not into basketball. for another time. Not we set, basketball. We can set this up for a, a whole different show. <laughs> whole SEC Big Ten hey, show. Y'all better tell him, man. Not basketball. Anyway. I give you football. Y'all number one when it comes to football. I give you that. Big Ten coming number two. Okay, so what else? Okay, so not basketball. So we got baseball. Think about it, bro. We got baseball. We got track. Arkansas won a track I, national I, championship every year. We ain't talking about Arkansas. We talking about I'm, Arkansas, I'm talking Arkansas about, as a whole. Okay. Is Arkansas not in the SEC? I mean, yeah. Are we not talking they, about they are. I mean, bro. Literally, I give y'all, okay, maybe, maybe track. I'll give you that. But I'm not giving you baseball. Why not? Because I'm not. We'll have to look into that one, too. Yeah, we will have to come back and revisit this. Just because y'all went ahead and and, uh, took care of a a team that didn't know how to call the ball in the air and catch stuff. Look at that. How many times has Arkansas screwed themselves from winning a championship in baseball? That That ain't got nothing to do with me. Arkansas ain't the only SEC team that goes to consistently goes to the college world series. Vandy, I mean, is, Vandy is a baseball factory. Oh, Miss True. is a baseball factory. Florida is a baseball factory. Kentucky off and on, but they I'm be doing their no, thing. I'm not about to give you Kentucky. Alabama. Good, I, good try. That's like, that's like Tennessee. saying, that's like right now saying, uh, uh, Texas A&M in football. Texas A&M and baseball. South Carolina. I mean, the fans and everybody coming out and supporting you. So they said SEC has been winning baseball also. And when you said South Carolina, Jay Riley went ahead and said South Carolina. But moving on, (laughs) screw the SEC. It is what it is. Um, Like you said, we, we, we're hoping that this is going to work out for everybody involved, for the student-athletes and for the schools. But talking about football, Urban Meyer came out and said that we are having college football. I'm going to just go ahead and quote him. He said, I, did, I didn't say every conference is going to play. I didn't say every team is going to play. I said we're going to play college football. So, now, I did get, you know, I was talking to a friend about this, and he said, who is Urban Meyer to speak for all of college football? Now, my response was, was just like you have people that report on your team and you get excited and that's what you go off of, Urban Meyer reports on college football. We, 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 We take... Uh, Adam Schefter, as he is Jesus when it comes to the NFL, like he just knows before anything comes out, you know? 
So I feel like Urban Meyer has the connections and knows the right people to be able to speak on this situation personally. And if he says we're going to have college football, we are. Now, my thing is, is what conferences other than other than outside outside of the group of five and anything lower in the power five? Is there a chance of a power five conference not playing at all? Is there a chance of a team not playing at all in the power five? Yeah. What teams, Very possible. What teams are, are you thinking? I mean, because I know that this will hurt a lot of schools. And if they don't have it, a lot of schools have came out and said, hey, if we don't have college football, it's going to it's gonna hurt. Well, I know right now the SEC is – they're scheduled to – like they're having a conference about if they're going to proceed with the season or not. Uh, other schools – I've heard other schools, none of them come to mind right now off the top of my mind, but I've heard other schools say we're not having sports, but those schools also said we're not having students come back to campus, but they're about to have students come back to campus. So – it's just, we'll see. Urban Meyer does what he was doing. He reports on college football. He believes we're going to have college football, so let him have his take. Yeah. And just speaking about, like, this whole pandemic thing, you know, Paul Feinbaum and Mark Brown were talking, I want to say, early, you know, on Thursday, I believe, Mark Brown, the head coach of North Carolina, he went ahead and went on the Paul Feinbaum show. And what they basically were talking about were the lack of leadership from the NCAA president, Mark Emmert. And to be honest, Paul Feinbaum has called for him to be fired for his lack of leadership. And to be honest, this is the one time that I actually agree with Paul Feinbaum. Because, you know, and, and what him and Mac Brown were saying was, was, you got all of these conferences doing their own thing. There's no uniform leadership at all. And how easy would it have been for him to say, hey, every school, you need to uh, go into a bubble. We came up with this plan. Here's the bubble. If your players are not in the bubble, they lose their scholarship, period. Or they do not play for the season. Right? Yeah. If they exit the bubble. Yeah. I mean, most of these colleges, I feel like, are set up to where you could go ahead and make it where there's one entrance in, one entrance out. If I was one of the bus drivers that, that got to drive the team and they said, hey, uh, for you to work this season, we need you to go ahead and quarantine, you know, with the team. Hey, I'm going to feel like I'm part of the team. I'm going to go ahead and quarantine, you know. And to be honest, the way that they could do it is they could continue to switch drivers off and just have them quarantine before they go into the bubble, just like what the NBA is doing. And then after that, I mean, and it, I mean, they could just continue to do that. Same thing if the I know a lot of teams they take their campus police officers and things like that, right? Or the police department that they use on campus. So you can also have them officers. They would love to be quarantined with the team, you know? And I know Ohio State, for an example, 
The Woody Hayes Athletic Center has a basketball court inside of it. You know, for the just for the football team. So they could just whatever they wanted to do, they could do. They could ha- have movie night for them, all different types of things that these college campuses can do in quarantine and keep these players safe in a bubble. And why he couldn't just come out and say that. The only thing that this man has really came out and said, which really didn't make any sense, was um, we're having issues. Uh, we already know that, and I want to say Pom Fonbaum kind of made the, the expression of you don't look outside and say, and it's like li- listening to the meteorologist say there's a hurricane coming right when you look out your window and see the hurricane outside your window like it makes no sense we know it's a hurricane coming it's here it's not coming you're right i feel like i'd all i'd be all for a commissioner over college football my main thing is who would be the guy just that would be the thing because i believe if there was a commissioner of college football we'd have a lot more certainty on if there's going to be a college football season or not we would have some confidence saying we're playing some conferences saying, Oh, we don't know if we're playing. Right. It's just all about finding the right guy. And what you said about the bubble, I'm down. I would be down for the bubble too, but you also have to think not, not every program is like Ohio state has these top notch facilities where they can do things like that. So I don't know. I just feel like it would be kind of hard, but I feel like there is a possible way to get it done. I mean, some programs y'all might not be able to have movie night. Y'all probably just gonna have to sit and look at each other, you know. I feel <laughs> you. Be able, you be able to create a bubble some way, somehow, right? I feel you. <laughs> I mean, and and just going and talking about wishing that there was a commissioner. If we had a true commissioner over college football, instead of what the SEC plays, what nine conference uh, games a year. Yeah, wouldn't we have more uniform to where every school has either nine conference games or ten conference games that they play? Where instead, like I want to say, the Big Ten plays what ten conference games, and then that that also comes down to the strength of schedule. That's one of my arguments when I talk about teams, especially from the especially from the SEC when they talk about this strength of schedule stuff. And y'all playing Rudy Pooh school um, in the middle of the season, right before the biggest game of the year, which is normally like the rivalry game. So I don't know. I just don't. I mean, I think that there's a right guy. I could sit here and say, man, I think that, you know, Gene Smith has sat on the board for the college football playoff. He sat on the board for an NCAA tournament. I want to say that he actually had – that he was probably one of the first members on there. I'm not sure. But I want to say, like, he has been around sports for a very long time, in college sports uh, to be specific. And he would be great leadership. I know he's not the only athletic director, and there's other athletic directors who – would be great at that job and being the commissioner of college football. Why can't we do that? 
I mean, you can. Like I said, I just feel like it just have to be the right guy. I really feel like it would have to be some type of third party. In a sense, in a sense, just like somebody you would never expect. Just bring them in. Like they got good credentials, but it's just somebody you would never expect to be there. And they get in there and hold it down. Other than that, I just feel like somebody would have some type of ties to some school or some conference and things would still just end up being chaos. It's college, man. Everybody went to college just about. I mean, um, especially if you're going to be a commissioner of a league, you went to college. I mean, yeah, get somebody from like a, an <laughs> Ivy League school. There we go. <laughs> I guess, man. I guess. I guess. So hopefully we can figure that out, get that together. Uh, I mean, really, I just, I don't under, I didn't like, you know, the schools doing these voluntary workouts and they're being skate safe at the facilities. But then you just let the kids go out there, go to these restaurants, just go to places. And obviously they're susceptible to it. So. Uh, we had Jay Riley go ahead and say Lee Corso for commissioner. What you think about Lee Corso for commissioner? He too old. <laughs> too old. Too old. Right, it, it hurt my it hurt my heart to see Lee Corso on Saturdays because it just wasn't the same. You know when he was out there, he was tired, couldn't move around like he used to. Knee shot, just out there cussing like bro come on you work for disney bro you can't be doing stuff like that <laughs> hey hell i love him to death, care for bro. nothing i love him to death he, he he not all there no more man no nah, he's not man we we definitely wish him the best you know and to be honest uh if we do have college football you know what what i just thought about is gonna hurt mm. college game day how is college game day gonna be now, I'll put it to you like this. College game day is more fan interaction and reaction and stuff like that. You know who might be able to uh, steal some fans this year is that high noon kickoff with Urban Meyer. I mean, I don't know if anybody goes and watches that, but it's a treat. I definitely recommend that you go watch it because you literally get to see how a coach thinks. And think about this. They don't just have a coach. They got former players like Reggie Bush, uh, Matt Liner. So you're talking about running back, quarterback. I mean, I, I I love it. You you get the actual football players, people not saying that Desmond Howard and and uh Kirk Herbstreit uh don't, you know, weren't you know good football players or great football players, but they don't really break down the plays or explain anything like Urban Meyer and Reggie Bush or any of them do. It's just, yeah, it's, it's more it's more uh, teachable, I guess you could say, than anything. I guess if there was a college game day, I guess they would have to do it more, how High Noon does it, more of like in the studio. Because that's the only way I can really see them doing it. Right, yeah. So... NFL, man. NFL, everybody's saying we're going to have NFL football games. NFL looks like uh, they're about to get kicking this week, right? Go ahead and talk to us about the NFL. 
Yeah, they announced plans to have all training camps by July 28th. It's going to be a three-stage thing. Rookies are going to be there first, and I think that's July 21st. QBs and injured players come in next on the 23rd, and then all other players on the 28th. But the Chiefs quarterbacks and rookies and the Texans rookies are reporting Monday, so tomorrow. I can't remember why, but that's just how it is. So, yeah, it looks like we're going to have football. What it's going to look like, I'm not 100% sure. I was watching a Yankees-Mets game last night, and they had cutouts of people and dogs behind backstops. So if they decide to do that in NFL stadiums, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. (laughs) I really don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Man. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a completely different experience. No fans. I've heard where they're talking about letting in limited fans. I just, whatever it looks like, I'm here for it. So are they just going to have like this big Lysol gun and just just Lysol the whole place down? Because I just don't see people like walking through and Lysol all of the surfaces and everything throughout the whole stadium. Uh, is it going to be one entrance of the stadium? Because that that's my biggest thing about having the fans there is that disease is, I mean, the disease is definitely going to somehow get passed through. And people are going to have to end up signing waivers even if they go in there. So, which I know a lot of people will do. I recommend staying safe, being safe. Um, and also, it's not just about you. It's about the kids. It's about elderly people. And let's just learn how to be more compassionate, more understanding, and stop worrying about self. I just feel like we would be better off, especially in this world, if we stop worrying about just us and actually worry about other people. Because, you know, one thing that you, you know, we all watch sports, we all talking about sports, and we talk about this team and this team and this team. But right now, you know, instead of us being a team as a country or as a state or anything, it's just I, 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 I. And it's really getting on my nerves. Yeah. People, people are just harsh. I've never understood how some people cannot think about other people's feelings and how they would react to certain things. I've always, not always, I was, I was a little hothead for that for a minute. But after that, I don't know, something switched. And really, I helped somebody else before, even if I'm struggling, I'll help somebody else before I ask for help. That's just the type of person I am, so. Agree, man. Well, hey, this wraps it up for the Fans Edge. Make sure that you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have not joined the Facebook chat, I I urge you to go ahead. Most of the stuff that we post, we post in there. We're always talking sports topics. And during this time, it's, it's just good to get away and good to be able to talk about something else other than this pandemic, other than negative things. And we can just be positive with sports, man. 
Uh, sports is what's supposed to bring us together. So why not use it? You have the platform. You can post in there. Don't be scared to post in the group. Don't be scared to uh, add us on Facebook or Instagram and let us know. Show us uh, how you're planning on spending your sports. Also, I know some of you all have been looking for college fantasy. If we have it, hit me up. I'm telling you, you want to get in on this college fantasy league. I appreciate the support. Anything else you got, E? Nah, we all good, man. All right, we out.